Hi everyone, my name is Carissa and welcome to the very first episode of Lifetimes. My first guest is none other than my best friend from high school, Kai. How are you? Hello, I'm good. I'm good. Alrighty, so Kai is the co-founder of Instinct Studios and a production head and fashion designer of Scoop. OMG, I can't believe that we're finally doing this. Yes. How Are you excited? Are you tense? How are you feeling right now? <laughs> I'm ex- excited and nervous <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> but it's just me, so it's just going to be a very chill conversation. Yes. <laughs> Kai and I have been friends for how many years now? Nine? Ten years? Almost almost 10 years yeah it's, it's been a long time yes and kai actually helped me design my podcast cover so she gave me a lot of input on what color palettes to use and what fonts and and all that really nice stuff so thank you so much for your time and for You're all welcome. your input Sorry, anything for okay. you oh <laughs> thank you so after college i mean i think that we were all in that phase where we don't know what the next step would be. So I just want to ask you if you felt the same way. Yeah, I actually felt really lost after graduating. Like there's this like a bunch of new responsibilities you're going to expect after college. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And they don't teach you that in school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like you have to like put your way through everything. <laughs> Right, and like figure it out by yourself. Yeah. So let's talk about the design world. You've always been good at art. What made you choose fashion design? Well, I guess I chose fashion design because I've always been in awe of the industry's craft. The fact that your ideas, your hard work, creativity, and vision will come to life in a form of an apparel, an accessory, and it's going to be worn and appreciated or valued by another person and well and most most especially yourself and right yeah you know since i'll be spending the next 30 years of my life i wanted to be something i love to do but yeah and it's also like a good form of self-expression right you can express yeah. yourself freely by what you wear and it makes you feel good to wear something that you like and I think that's even yeah. a greater feeling for you to have someone wear your creation and actually feel feel good about it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you connect in some way right. with another person. Yeah. And it's also a form of representing your culture. I know a lot of Filipino designers who use local materials like pineapple fiber. And they showcase yeah, abaca, that. Yeah, yeah, and abaca. So that's really, really nice. Okay, what can you say about fast fashion and slow fashion? Well, fast fashion in general is like a cheaper run runway version of of apparel. So, well, well, fashion in general, it's ever changing, and brands always make ways to stay afloat in the market. And I think that's what separates fast fashion and uh, slow fashion. And I think these parts of fashion venture deep into. Um, their owners' visions or, or their creative directors' visions and to effectively apply it to their yeah. marketing, their following, their consumer to survive in the industry. Yeah. It's really nice to see how brands are actually uh, heading towards a more sustainable uh, kind of industry. Yeah. And since we're talking about sustainability, what can you say about that in the fashion world? Like in the conditions that you are working in now with the brands that you're collaborating with and 
and also the fair wage in the fashion industry? Well, I think brands are doing their best efforts to support their community and the welfare of our planet by conserving and recycling resources. Um, being the fashion industry, it's the top contributor of waste on our planet. And, well, I think most of the the projects that the fashion industry come up with is like they reuse resources, recycle plastics, replacing resources where they encourage consumers as well to recycle apparel. And then alternative ways to conserve water at their factories and reduce harmful chemical wastes, which is really helpful now at the situation of the world. Oh, for and sure. Then, yeah, and then they create programs that benefit charities, organizations to help out and give awareness. When With wages, I think it's a very sensitive topic, especially when it comes to mass productions of goods, yeah. where fast fashion depends on. And I believe that the industry can help its workers by providing benefits and a healthy working environment for the backbone of their production, which is their labormen. So, yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, there really won't be any anything produced without them. Yeah, exactly. So they really have to take care of the people who Definitely. give them that. And earlier you mentioned about recycling. And I wanted to ask you about how you source your materials. Because I was watching a documentary on how luxury brands source their leather. And it's just a, like a really inhumane condition. And people are not getting fair wage. Um, for us, it's, well, it's very restricted here in the Philippines. So we basically source our materials locally because it's cheaper. We don't have to go through the shipping and all that. And we support actually, we actually really support each other here by lo- using local materials. So regarding the inhumane processes of these huge brands, I don't really right. support these. There are a lot of fashion products made from illegal wildlife for different luxury brands and they even have forms i mean farms to harvest <laughs> leather as well and yeah. then it fashion remains the largest importer of Ill- illegal wildlife and it's really devastating to think That's about sad. it yeah yeah i hope that consumers will take their stand by refusing to support these types of goods and that the brands would be more responsible to their consumption but uh, i think these things yeah oh go ahead Sorry. Yeah. Well, these things have ecological consequences that build up through the years and we should be, you know, helping each other to protect our planet. So, yeah, Yeah, the effects are definitely cumulative. I was trying to say earlier how consumers now are more educated. I feel like they're really trying to figure out what the brand stands for before they actually purchase something from that brand. So I think that's a good thing that we are more aware of what we buy instead of just constantly buying from fast fashion brands and not really aware of how they treat their employees. And so how hard is it to make it in this field? Well, well, the the reality of the fashion industry is really harsh. (laughs) It's really difficult (laughs) to make it in this field. Well, particularly here, here in the Philippines, you have to be connected to a lot of people. Like connections, connections will be your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> connections is the key. It'll be your best friend to make it to the field. It's like, well, these connections basically teach you how to, how the industry works and how to grow from it, like step by step. And then, well, 
it's to be expected that there will be a lot of rude people, but I think we should always remain to be kind and, you know, despite the encounters with these kinds of people. But mainly believe in your craft to make it to the industry, because if you don't believe in your own creativity, how can you sell it? You know, no one, yeah, no one will ever will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you have to believe it yourself first. Yeah, Regardless exactly. of what anyone says, as long as you believe and you're resilient and you, you're constantly putting yourself out there to learn, and I don't think you're going to fail. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's not just in the fashion industry. I believe it's in, it's in all kinds of fields. Yeah, and I think some people have an idea that when they go into a certain field, it's going to be, oh, it's easy because I studied this in college. But there's actually like a lot of other factors that come into play when you're in a working, like when you're already working. That you will only yeah. learn once you're there. Yeah. Like, I, field experience is yeah. the best teacher. <laughs> and I noticed that, you know, some people are, like, jumping from one job to another because they're uncomfortable in their current situation. But it takes time to kind of assimilate and actually learn the industry. Learn what's going yeah. on. So I think Absolutely. sometimes you just have to tough it out and like stick to it for a while, commit yourself to it instead of like jumping from one project or one job to another. Yeah, absolutely. It takes real time to grow. Yeah. Things. That's the thing. It's hard to be patient. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Patience is indeed a virtue. Okay, so what's your advice to students who want to pursue a career in fashion design? Well, my advice to students who want to pursue fashion is always be resourceful and crafty. <laughs> well, and never be afraid to explore all your choices in this field. Because that's what I did. I weighed in my strengths and interests and weaknesses. And you have to be really resourceful and crafty in this field because studying it is very expensive. Yeah, Materials sure. are very expensive. As well as machines. But... It will be a great investment as long as you keep working hard and strive to grow into your craft. Oh, that's such a great advice. And I like what you said about being resourceful because I feel that so many materials also go into waste into creating something. If you could make yeah. something out of those materials that are not going to be used, then even better. Like you can use it to make what a necklace. I don't know. But like what you said, just be resourceful and maximize your resources, really. Absolutely. It will help out with the financial stuff and everything. Yeah, it will decrease your financial costs. So on Instagram, we see so many people starting their own clothing brand right now. What can you say about this? Or what would you say the financial cost to start a brand is? Well, in numbers, it's most likely to be around 30,000 pesos to start a brand. That's a realistic like, amount, right? If you have yeah, 30,000. Yeah, realistic. Okay. Yeah, it's like the safe maximized amount to start a brand mm -hmm. based on experience because <laughs> I started my own. And then it's it's like, well, like I said, it's, you have to be resourceful. And I actually really appreciate the people who venture into this. Mm -hmm. My advice as well to them is like really look up what you need so that you won't commit. Well, committing mistakes is normal process, but, you know, you want to you want to evade them as much as you can. Burning your yeah. money. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Because it's money. It's not really, you know, it's very limited. It's the right. limited resources you have. So, yeah. That's a really good. I mean, I think that's a fair amount. It's doable, right? It's not overwhelming. If you're in college and you want to 
maybe start your own business someday i think that you can save up little by little and you can get to that point yeah that's true if you can go back to college again and pick another degree program would you still choose fashion design Mm, I think I will still pick fashion design. Oh, you would? I re- yeah, I would. <laughs> I think I really think my that my decision won't change because I've always been in love with the industry. So, yeah, <laughs> it's really the passion that fuels you, right? Yeah, it's like you know, like like you said before, it's like when I think of what to get as a course. Mm-hmm. Like, I always think that it's going to be something I'll do for the next few years of my life. So I really want it to be something meaningful. It's something I love to do. So I won't really experience the, you know, the stress. Well, I'm sure I'll still experience the stress, but it's not going to be that It's not burdensome. Yeah. yeah, it's exactly. It's going to be like fruitful stress. Because <laughs> you like sure what you do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, it it's makes gonna sense. It's going to be fulfilling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's everyone's goal is to have a fulfilling job that even though it stresses them out, I mean, it still makes them happy because it's really what they want to do. Absolutely. What's your typical day like? My typical day is I wake up, <laughs> I drink coffee <laughs> and start my day job duties, which is like, well, I talk to a bunch of local and Chinese suppliers and then follow up production statuses and since it's a work from home situation, I get mm-hmm. to spend time with my family and take care of my grandma. So Aww. that's basically my my day, day to day. That's really nice. I think that you have a really flexible schedule and I think it's kind of ideal too because you have that kind of work life balance if you think about it. Yeah. And at the same time but- it's hard because you're working from home and it's kinda of hard to set boundaries. So you're probably more working yeah. more hours. <laughs> Which is counterintuitive to what I just said, which is the balance. But what did you say about that? Are you doing that or are you working less? No, (laughs) I'm pretty sure I sometimes, it's really hard to like focus sometimes because there's a lot of things happening at home. So yeah, (laughs) I have to adjust to that parts as well. But it's really good to be at home where it's comfortable, you know. And definitely with the current situation now, it's it's best to just stay home instead of getting sick at work. Yeah, it's better to stay home because you don't risk other people around you as well. For sure, because you don't know if you're asymptomatic and you're working together like in close contact with each other and it's best to just yeah. stay at home. So yeah. considering the nature of fashion design and all the pressure in that industry, how do you keep yourself sane? What do you do to prevent burnout? For me, well burnouts really often because <laughs> it's a creative industry yeah but for me I ask help and talk to my colleagues and friends and I'm open to my bosses regarding problems and difficulties and it helps a lot to keep me sane because there's support from other people and they can guide you and be blunt if I was wrong and hear you out and which I think is an important part of growing as well and yeah. You know, I can be that person for them too when they they're in need to cool down from a burnout. So it helps a lot when the workplace and the people around you are open because mm-hmm. with this you can perform better and prevent frequent burnout and stress as well. I like how you said about opening up to other people. I feel that many workers don't want to do that because they're afraid of constructive criticism and they just kind of want to bottle up their emotions until they get to the point where they've had too much and they just end up leaving the job yeah they blow up yeah they blow up (laughs) and that's why you should always talk about it what you feel and just be open about it to your colleagues or to your boss 
instead of keeping it all to yourself. Yeah, it makes it easier to breathe in the place if, you know, you have people supporting you. And it's also part of growing, right? Yeah. When you're more yeah. open and you're willing to learn, I think that's that's better than just trying to keep it all to yourself. I, I'm hoping that the working environment, not just in the fashion industry, will be like that in the future, where it's more open, more accepting, and just willing to help each other out instead of taking each other down. <laughs> yeah, exactly, which is really a really toxic environment it for is, anyone. For sure. Yeah, not just in the fashion industry, in any industry, instead of like pulling your colleagues down, why not help each other rise up, right? Yeah, kindness goes a long way. <laughs> oh, for sure. What do you love most about fashion design? Well, I love the most about fashion design is the the constant creation of ideas and putting it to life. It's really satisfying to see oh, yeah. and go through the process of making a piece. It's something you you made with your hard work, sweat, and a few pricks from needles and pins and some tears. <laughs> maybe a lot of tears. <laughs> A lot of tears, yeah. <laughs> so it's really, it's the, the satisfying feeling, the fulfillment, yeah. I was reading an article last time about the fashion design industry and you're interviewing a fashion designer and to what like inspires him to create something. So he said sometimes it's the fabric that inspires him to create the, yeah. the apparel or sometimes it's like the style that inspires him to, to choose which fabric to use for that certain clothing. Yeah, I think, well, society in general, like it, it's like a, a w- open world of creative ideas and inspiration. Actually, yeah. inspiration is the term. It's like you can get inspiration from, from basically anywhere, anything, anywhere. Yeah, anywhere, music, anything. food. But what can you say about people who think of the fashion design industry as something shallow? Because I personally love it. I like to express myself, and I feel that I was able to, and am able to do that through clothes and by styling and what would you say to people who don't agree with that well i guess they really just have to be open about it because it's like everything else you know it's never really it's never really a good thing to close yourself with expression Mm because it's something you know like it's it's art it's the way people express themselves and you don't really have to agree to everything you know it's impossible for everyone to agree to everything else but you know, it's it's a good thing to be open. And fashion is like, it's one way of doing that, like expressing yourself and expressing yourself in what you really want mm-hmm. to look and present yourself. So, yeah. I think it also gives you that boost of confidence when you feel good about what you're wearing. It does. And, you know, it's, well, what you wear, what normal people would like see first is what you present yourself so it's nice mm-hmm. to, how do you say this it's like like you prepared you for it firsthand yeah it, you at least show them firsthand what you really are yeah by what you wear and what you what you feel it's like wearing it as well if you if you take your time to like style it you know? and i think it's also more than just an expression like what you said earlier it's art and it's also it's more than like an expression of your identity like it could be an expression of your culture where you came from right i think in the philippines yeah. it's it's there's so many distinct provinces that you can express maybe if you're from bicol you can wear fabric from that area right or if you're from bulacan yeah. or pampanga so yeah. i think it really plays a major role when it comes to expressing one's like culture and origin so what do you think this is a really good question what do you think is the worst fashion trend 
<laughs> it's really funny, but it's very, very low-rise jeans. It's, oh I think my it's gosh. from yes. the 2000s. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just, I don't think it really makes sense. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like it's about yeah, to fall really, off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, it's really uncomfortable like to move in that and mm-hmm. actually just see it i feel uncomfortable it's an looking at it. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and it's it just beats the function of the jeans and you know it shows your butt cracks <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's yeah i don't like that oh actually there's another one that yeah just the micro mini bags oh you know? i saw that i think they yeah. there's like a picture of lizzo with the micro mini bag and i'm like what yeah, is this just, what is the purpose of this what it's like you just bought something to carry. Right? Yeah. I just, I don't know. It just lost the function, the function of a bag, which is, yeah, you know, it's not just fashion. And you have to, you know, there's functionality in yeah. it. Why lose it? <laughs> I think there's a very fine line between function and self-expression, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's really funny. Well, I'd like to share what, for me, what the worst fashion trend is. I think it's yeah. fishnet stockings and what do you call that? Pattern tights. I just don't oh, get it. Oh <laughs> it's like, do you want some air under there? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it either. So <laughs> I think it's sheer enough. Like the regular stockings are sheer enough. Let's just stick yeah, with that one. Absolutely. More classy looking as well. Mm-hmm. Timeless, definitely. So where do you think fashion is headed, especially now with the pandemic and all the other crises that the world is experiencing, including environmental problems? Well, I honestly think it's headed to a more digital platform, especially, mm-hmm. you know, because all of the crisis and online presence will be a huge help and yeah. brands will have to be more considerate of their consumers' buying power. And they, they'll have to innovate, innovate ways to and products to stay afloat in the industry. I think that's where it's headed now because everything's just digital. Yeah. And it's good how you mentioned the consumers, what do you call it? Buying buying power? Consumers buying power, yeah. Yeah, because I feel that most brands are just releasing all kinds of items without realizing that the world is in such a huge economic crisis and everyone is struggling yeah. financially. And I feel that it's good that you are raising awareness about this buying power also. And it's helping a Especially lot of people. Especially here. Yeah. And there's like a lot of people who lost jobs and it's really hard to stay up here and with all the bills piling up because of the mm-hmm. pandemic as well. And I think, I think how, brands yeah. have to be aware of that. Yeah. And I like how your brand and you are really taking that seriously that, oh, not everyone has the capacity to afford this like if I sell a five hundred dollar t-shirt, a oh, five hundred peso t-shirt, <laughs> you know that's yeah. a really expensive t-shirt. So I, I like how you're yeah. really trying to scale your business and trying to work with the Filipino people and sell something that's affordable and at the same time have a really good quality. And speaking of quality, I'm also seeing a lot of face masks being sold, like pearl face mask. It doesn't really yeah. do anything, right? It's a statement yeah, piece, absolutely. but it doesn't really filter anything. What can you say about yeah. all this like face mask stores on Instagram? Face mask trends. <laughs> it's like an eyesore for me, really. Because, you know, it's have, it has to be medical grade. Then, you know, you're wearing a mask to protect yourself. So yeah. if you put a you know, a bunch of beads and all that. I don't think it's going to do that function for you anymore. So really, I'm really in battling in that. And those, like, I see a lot of photos of designers doing that. Being creative with the design is not, you know, it's not bad, but 
it you have just to beats the function. the function. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to remember the function of these things and value it a lot because you're going to be selling goods to protect people. So I think it's just best for brands to just put it out there. This is a medical grade cloth with this many filters instead of just selling a satin face mask. You know, you can use um, these materials as long as you put like filter pockets in them and, mm-hmm. and put filters in them. going to be going to give you extra protection as well. People should pay attention to is one, if it's medical grade and two, if it's not, as long as there are filters. Filters and filter pockets. Yeah, filters and filter pockets. It should be fine. Instead of buying those pearl masks or whatever trend there is right now. Which costs a lot. (laughs) Yeah, which costs a lot. These things that don't really function well, it's very expensive. (laughs) I think people should be really smart in what they purchase, especially now that we are in an economic crisis. It's good to be smart about the purchases you make and make sure that it protects you and not just because it's cute or it's it's trendy, it's stylish. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, being cute and stylish won't really save you from COVID. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you'll you'll regret that purchase when you're intubated. Okay, well, Kai, thank you so much for all your inputs and for your time, for sharing to us what the fashion design field is like. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) I hope that we were able to enlighten anyone who wants to pursue a career in this field. And I'm sure you've given them so many insights as to what they're about to enter into. Well, it's true to heart and based from experience, I hope everyone learned. (laughs) To check out Kai's designs and collaborations, please do check out at instinct.studio and scoop community that's s-k-o-o-p-k-o-m-m-u-n-i-t-y on instagram thank you again kai and that's it see you guys on the next episode 